Today's audiobook reading is dedicated in honor of Daniel Avraham ben Chaya Rivka. Chapter 1. The Definition of Trust The essence of trust is the peace of mind of the person who has trust, and that he relies on the person in whom he is trusting. That he, the person in whom he is trusting, will do the good and correct thing for him, the one who trusts, in the manner regarding which he is trusting him, according to his ability and knowledge to bring that which is good for him into actuality. But the main thing, as a result of which the trusting person will trust, and without which he will not trust, is that he is certain that, one, the person upon whom he is relying will follow through on that which he said and do what he promised to do, and two, the person he is trusting even has in mind to do good with him that which he had never stipulated or assumed responsibility to do, and that he will do it as an act of generosity and kindness. Chapter 2. The Seven Qualities of Trustworthiness There are seven factors that enable a trusting person to trust another creation or friend. The first factor, a friend must possess the character traits of compassion, empathy, and love. Knowing that a friend has compassion and empathy for him, a person will place his trust in his friend and have peace of mind due to his reliance on him regarding all matters with which he troubles his friend. The second factor, the person knows that in addition to his friend's love towards him, his friend will not ignore him, nor will he become lax in fulfilling his wishes. Rather, the latter knows that his friend has decided to fulfill his wishes and will make every effort to do so. For if all of the above is not clear, he will be unable to trust his friend completely, because he knows that his friend may ignore him and become lax in fulfilling his wishes. Only when the friend he is trusting possesses both these qualities, one, great compassion for him, and two, attentiveness to all his matters, will he be able to rely on him without any doubt. The third factor. The person being trusted must be so strong that he will not be won over by others who try to oppose him regarding any matter that he wishes to achieve. Nothing will stop him from fulfilling the request of the one who is trusting in him. For if he is weak, then the trust in him cannot be complete, despite his clear compassion and attentiveness. Why? Because in many situations, he will be lacking the means with which to fulfill the wants of the person trusting in him. Only when all of the above three qualities are combined and are present in a friend will it be most appropriate for a person to place his trust in him. The fourth factor, the one who is being trusted knows which things will be of true benefit to the one who is trusting in him, and that which is good for the trusting one will not be hidden from him, knowing what is for his benefit in concealed matters just like in revealed matters, and he knows how to create a situation that will be for his good. For if the friend does not know all this, then the person trusting in him will lack the peace of mind to rely upon him. Only when these four qualities come together in the friend who is being trusted, knowledge of what will benefit his needs, ability to help him, active attentiveness, and compassion, will trust in the friend be strengthened without any doubt. The fifth factor. The person being trusted is the only one who has taken care of him from the beginning of the latter's existence, through his development, the nine months when he was in his mother's womb, and the days of his infancy, childhood, youth, adulthood, old age, until the end of his days. When all of this is clear to the trusting person, it will surely lead to him resting his mind upon his friend and relying on him to be his support, due to the good that the friend has done to him in the past, and as a result of the benefits that the person receives from him every moment.
All this surely leads to a strengthened trust in his friend. The sixth factor. The person who has trust is completely in the hands of the one he trusts. No one else is able to harm him, help him, do good to him, or protect him from harm, just like a servant who is tied up and imprisoned, who is completely under the jurisdiction of his master, with no one else able to do anything to him, neither good nor bad. When the person who has trust is completely under the jurisdiction of the one he is trusting, in the manner outlined above, it will be even more appropriate for him to place his trust in his friend. The seventh factor. The one who is being trusted is extremely generous and kind, both towards those who are deserving of his kindness, as well as to those who are not deserving. Additionally, his generosity must be constant and his kindness continuous, never-ending, and uninterrupted. Someone who possesses all these qualities, in addition to that which was mentioned beforehand, in the introduction and in chapter 1, meets all the criteria necessary to gain a person's trust. This then surely leads the person who knows this about him to trust in him and to have peace of mind as a result of his reliance on him, both when it comes to the trusting person's behavior in public and his behavior in private. In the trusting person's mind, never worrying about his needs, as well as with the rest of his body, in his actions, and he will give himself over to the trusted person, accept his decrees, and judge him positively in all his judgments and actions, believing that even those that seem to be bad are actually good. The seven qualities are only found in God. When we examine these seven conditions, we will not find them at all in any of the creations. However, we will find all of them in the Creator. May He be exalted. 1. The fact that God has compassion for His creations is supported by Scripture. As it is written, Psalms 103.8, The Lord is merciful and gracious. And as it says, Jonah 4.11, Now should I not take pity on Nineveh, the great city? 2. The fact that God does not ignore those He cares for is supported by Scripture. As it is written, Psalms 121.4, Behold, the guardian of Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. 3. The fact that God is all-knowing and invincible is supported by Scripture. As it is written, Job 9.4, He is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who hardened his heart against him and remained whole. And as it says, Chronicles 1.29.11, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the might, the glory, and the victory. And as it says, Zephaniah 3.17, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. 5. The fact that God is the only one who takes care of the person from the beginning of his formation and development is supported by Scripture. As it says, Deuteronomy 32.6, Is he not your father, your master? He has made you and established you. And as it says, Psalm 71.6, I relied on you from birth, from my mother's womb you drew me. And as it says, Job 10.10, Did you not pour me like milk and curdle me like cheese? And the rest of the matter, which is elaborated in the verses there until the end of the chapter, extolling the kindness God performs for a person from the beginning of his formation through his entire life. 6. The fact that the things that benefit him as well as harm him are not in the domain of any man, but solely in the hands of the Creator, may be exalted, is supported by Scripture, as it says, Lamentations 3, 37-38, Who has commanded and it came to pass, unless the Lord ordained it? By the command of the Most High, neither good nor evil come. And as it says, Isaiah 48, The grass shall dry out, the blossom shall wilt, but the word of our God shall last forever. 
And as it says in the preceding verse, Behold, the people are grass. This concept has already been clarified sufficiently in the third gate of this book, the gate of the service of God. 7. The fact that God's goodwill extends to all, and His kindness envelops each and every creation, is supported by Scripture. As it says, Psalms 145.9, The Lord is good to all, and His mercies on all His works. And as it says, Psalms 136.25, Who gives bread to all flesh, for His kindness is eternal. And as it says, Psalms 145.16, You open your hand and satisfy every living thing with its desire. Intellect dictates that all these seven qualities are possessed by the Creator alone and not by any other creations. I brought these verses from Scripture merely so that through them one will be able to remember the seven qualities. In God we trust. When this matter that only God possesses these seven qualities becomes clear, and understanding of the true kindness of the Creator is strengthened, the person will trust Him and give himself over to God's will. He will leave the running of his life up to God, and he will not suspect that God is judging him improperly, nor will he be angry regarding that which the Creator chose for him. As King David of Blessed Memory said, Psalms 116.13, I shall lift up a cup of salvation, and I shall call out in the name of the Lord. He also says in the very same chapter, Psalms 116.3-4, I found trouble and grief, and I called out in the name of the Lord.